Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's the 8th of October, and we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan, and I am your host, and I'm here with Miss Jenna Myers. Uh, uh, and I'm sorry, Meyer, not Myers. And uh, my mother-in-law's name is Myers. But, um, You're okay. You, um, Jenna, you said you've been a part of our church for as long as you remember, your whole life, basically. Yes. But as long as you can remember. Yeah. Um, and that's a little different than, uh, yeah, I've noticed, I've noticed that, uh, that, I think I was actually talking with your mom about this, that when we, when we share about our, you know, our faith story, or when we identify as Christians, we oftentimes talk about what church we go to. And it's very seldom that you hear people talk about Jesus. Um, when did Jesus become real to you, Jenna? Like what's, what's your kind of story of finding your own faith? And I'm, I know, I say that knowing that we're all always kind of still finding our faith, you know, like growing as Christians and, and receiving salvation again and again and again, um, and turning to Jesus all the time. But, um, what's kind of your, your story with, with Jesus? How do you know Jesus? Yeah, so um, I was in sixth grade, and Pete and Jesse were going to Spring Hill with the youth group, because they were the youth group leaders at that time, and I wasn't planning on going, but it was JC Yon's last year, and she really wanted me to go with her, so I decided to go, and there was this I can like distinctly remember we were singing and everyone was sitting down and this guy just said like if like had given this whole thing about like letting our chains go and like giving them to Jesus and how like if we're just feeling that we need like that we're ready or we want to just like give our chains away and have Jesus take them like that we need to stand and I I had like this gut feeling that I needed to stand, but all I wanted to do was stand. I did not want to get up. And so I just like, everyone had their eyes closed so nobody could see you, but I stood up and I was so nervous, but then it was just like this overwhelming peace. Like I did it and I could just feel like, uh, like it was so relieving and that then when I got home from camp is when Jillian doctor sent me an email that, she felt that God was calling her to help me with my faith journey. And that's Uh, when I started like taking my faith as my own. So, yes, that's awesome. A moment where you're able to literally take a stand and say, this is who I am. This is what I want for my life. I want to follow Jesus. I belong Mm -hmm. to him. And then to come home and to immediately be able to jump right into discipleship um, is huge for you yeah that's awesome well thanks for sharing your story jenna i know you could probably share a whole lot more um, for today let's jump into uh, philippians 4 is it my turn or your turn to read this 
Um, it's your turn. Okay, sweet. I'll read Philippians 4, verses 1 through 9. Here we go. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. I urge Euodia and I urge Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you also, my loyal companion, help these women, for they have struggled beside me in the work of the gospel, together with Clement and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, be by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. So, Jenna, what do you think about this passage? Um, the last verses four through nine are very exciting. Yeah? I think they get me, yeah, just kind of a big send-off. Yeah. That's what, what I think when I read this passage. What's exciting about them? Um, well, I was reading it when you read it. I just felt like when it says like the Lord is near, don't be anxious about anything. Like just that reminder, like he's got it. And then like that he is in total control. And then my Bible says, um, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the peace of God will be with you or the God of peace will be with you. But um, just that idea of putting it into practice and that like I can say, I love Jesus as much as I want. Like words are easy to say, but that like, if I put it into practice, like God will always be with me through it mm -hmm. all. And like he, he wants me to put it into practice yeah. and share it with others. Is that, are you talking about first nine, keep on doing these things? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think um, what you just said about we can say we love God, um, but it's kind of hard to love God because God's invisible. I mean, isn't that what the people ran into at Sinai when Moses was stuck up on the mountain? Right. They they were like, well, there. You know, our God isn't is taking too long right so i guess mm -hmm. we'll make a calf for ourselves um, yeah what's what's hard about putting into practice and um why is it challenging um and why is it easier to just say we love god um i mean i feel like for me it's it's just that topic like i know it shouldn't be weird but it's not always the first thing that like you say in a conversation or to like invite people like, Oh, do you like, do you go to church? Like just to say that it takes a lot more effort in like on your part than just showing up to church on Sunday and being like, yep, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. Like it takes, you actually have to 
you have to put an effort and like find time in your day to invest in a relationship with God and then try to, and then living it out like during the week and interacting with other people. Yeah. I think that interacting with other people is really key. I mean, um, you know, like uh, John says, he says, you know, no one sees God, but when we love one another, you know, we were able to experience God's presence and his, you know, it's made complete. And, um, you know, the way we love God is by loving one another, you know? So like, I think exactly what you're saying is exactly right. Sometimes there can be a disconnect where it's easy to just kind of do, we were talking about this last week with Aaron too. It's easy to kind of do the religious things because they're kind of expected of you and you don't have to sacrifice a whole lot or do a whole lot to kind of go along with the rhythms that are kind of already set before you, like going to church. Of course, that takes some effort, you know, to show up. Um, yeah. And reading your Bible, that takes some effort. But mm-hmm. when it comes to um, loving someone with the love of God who doesn't know God, like it takes some sacrifice and some forethought and some, you know, listening and love and compassion for people who are different than us. And that can be hard to remember to do. Yeah. And for me, like that's, in, that's kind of like a scary thought. Just you really put yourself out there and you're very like vulnerable and humble about it and you don't know what their response is going to be. So uh-huh. that's, that can be this like the nerve wracking, like the scarier part of doing that is like they're probably not just going to be like, oh yeah, like I'd love to, like they're going to have more questions and you don't always have all the answers to yeah. every question, which can, can make it more difficult. Yeah, it's, I mean, you, you uh, introduced this on Monday, but you were talking about the Bible study that you were going to be starting with another friend um, mm-hmm. uh, with, you know, other women, other girl peers with you to kind of do some mentoring and discipleship. Um, and as you, as you talk about this challenge, I can't imagine, I'm, I'm just imagining that, um, that circumstance is kind of in your in your mind about like, starting something like this and imagining inviting people and who you're going to invite to this might be on your mind right now and might be something that you're thinking about um, in terms of how you love other people is that are you making a connection between those two things yeah Mm -hmm. is that a little bit how does that feel to think about it's definitely like a kind of a it's a different thought like kind of a intimidating thought like just everyone will be on different pages. We're starting with just like a few girls. One of the girls is on my friend's volleyball team. The other one went to Zealand Christian with us. And then another one is a girl from swim. She's an eighth grader, but I, we started like reading the Bible together because she had given her life to Jesus this summer. So Mm. I was, we were reading the Bible and like just talking about it because it was like confusing and like, it's confusing for me too, but we could work it out together. So they're just all at different spots. So just even them all, even just knowing, like they all go to church, they all, but just all being like somewhere different. It's kind of exciting to see because they'll interpret the verses we read differently and they'll 
see different things, different things will stick out, but at the same time, trying to get everyone engaged and on like the same track in some sort that we can share about the same idea and like have the same type of vision could be a little trickier. It's interesting that you're now talking about getting on the same page. It reminds me of verse two. Uh, be of the same mind in the Lord. I urge Euodia and Euodia and Syntyche to be of the same mind. Um, I believe those are yeah, those are two women who are leaders in the church. So um, I know you've got a mom who models this, but just remember that although many of the leaders in the church that you see are men, that uh, you're a leader in the church right now, Jenna, and and you're you're trailblazing for us. So thank you for being a leader. And you also are like these women in that you are striving to be of the same mind with the person that you're leading with right now. And um, you're also, um, you're working for unity. And that there's like, this is worrying you a little bit, you know, and, and I just, uh, I, you know, want to pass verse six on to you too, like, by prayer and petition, let your requests be made known to God. And I just want to say, Jenna, the things that you're desiring for that group and that you're desiring for yourself and for the people that you will be inviting um, are things that you can bring to God, just like Moses does when he petitions God, you know, to change his mind, right? Like I feel Mm -hmm. that's, that's a little connection I see between this passage and the Exodus 32 one is that, um, that Paul is reminding the Philippians that they can make requests to God and that something will change because of that. Um, and that God's peace his shalom. It's peace is not just like a, um, a state of mind. This is like the flourishing, the goodness, um, the, 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 the good design that God intended for his creation is going to be yours. So, um, so anyway, I just want to pass that on to you that as you lead this group and as you're thinking about what it's going to be like and you strive for these things, um, God hears your prayers. And um, these are things that are right in line with the kind of go- things God loves to answer. So way to go, Jenna. And thanks for being a leader in the church. With that, everybody, go in peace. Have a great rest of your Thursday. And we will uh, be back with you tomorrow morning for a gospel passage um, which is what's the next passage we have matthew 22 Um, verses 1 through 14 yes all right we'll be in your earbuds then goodbye everybody thanks for listening to the bible reading plan podcast if you have any reflections on the scripture we just read please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message we'd love to hear from you Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.